0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. The following podcast contains
3: dramatizations of actual events. Certain situations, dialogue, names, and locations may have been changed. Some scenes are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised.
2: Identical twin sisters, Sonny and Gina Han, were born just five minutes apart, but it might as well have been five years. From the start, they were rivals. When the twins competed, there was no real true winner. Their heated battles pushed the
4: twin sisters
2: over the edge.
4: At one point, she tried to kill herself.
2: Anger and violence between the Han twins reached a boiling point, leading to a devious plot she hatched a plan to kill
5: her sister and assume her identity.
4: So you have one roommate in the house and you think she's
2: being raped? What happens when one identical
4: twin turns on the other? People really portrayed this case as a good twin versus evil twin. This is as bad as it gets.
2: Irvine, California
4: lies just 40 miles south of Los Angeles in idyllic Orange County. It's a really well-planned community, everything's well manicured, lots of parks, a really kind of tranquil city. You're close to the desert, the mountains, the ocean.
2: The affluent residents of Irvine bask in year-round sunshine, ocean breezes, and peaceful surroundings.
3: In the city of Irvine, the crime rate is pretty doggone low. It may very well be the lowest in the county. It's a very law-abiding kind of a
2: place. But one sunny afternoon in November 1996, all that changes. Orange County Dispatch receives a desperate 911 call.
6: 911, what are you reporting?
1: Somebody broke my house. How many people are totally in the house? I
2: don't, know, I don't know. Fearing the worst, the emergency dispatcher immediately puts Orange County patrol officers on high alert. Do so you have one
4: roommate in the house? And you think she's being raped? Yeah, hurry,
2: hurry, hurry. Officers could never have known that they were about to stumble upon an elaborate plot, masterminded by the caller's very own twin sister.
1: You were in the room and you heard what?
2: And they may be too late to stop it. I just lost
1: the cell phone.
2: Sunny and Gina Han were born just five minutes apart and over 6,000 miles away from Southern California in Incheon, South Korea. From the beginning, a clear distinction was made between these identical twin sisters.
5: Sunny was the first twin born, and because she was five minutes older, under the Korean culture, she was the superior twin, and Gina, as the inferior younger twin, would always have to defer to her.
2: Mother Boo Kim Han made it clear that the younger twin, Gina, was expected to be subservient to her minutes elder sister, Sunny.
6: Their mother would always put Sonny first because Sonny was the oldest. And Gina did not like that. Gina did not want to be below Sonny and her mother would put her below Sonny.
2: When their parents separated, the young twins lived apart for three years. Gina with her father and Sonny with her mother. But the sisters remained eerily connected.
4: Boo Kim said even during those three years, if one of the twins was sick, they'd go to the hospital and inevitably the other one would be there with some other kind of ailment.
1: The biology of being a twin is special. The Han sisters inherited the same combination of genes from their parents and they're genetically identical. They have more of a chance of displaying the same behaviors than a parent offspring might.
2: Following the Han parents' separation, Mr. Han granted custody of the girls to their mother. At age 11, the twin sisters relocated to the U.S. with Boo Kim.
4: They moved to the United States, first to Seattle, and their mother left Gina and Sunny to stay with relatives for about a year. And then she moved them to Orange County, where they began junior high school. And this is really where things really went wrong. Single mother Boo Kim worked long hours as a cocktail
2: waitress at a local casino, where she developed an all-consuming gambling habit.
5: Their mother would take off for days at a time and leave the twins together in the house without any food to eat. The twins had nobody to care for them. and They had to fend for
2: themselves. On their own and utterly terrified in an alien culture, the Han twins were forced to grow up fast.
4: These girls were 12 years old, they're in a new country, Uh, they don't know the language, they don't have a support system, so they really did have to cling to each other during that time and depend on each other. Boo Kim
2: realized she couldn't provide for Sunny and Gina, so she reached out to distant relatives, the Norrises, who lived 140 miles to the south in Campo, California, a desert town 50 miles east of San Diego.
6: She had called us and wanted to borrow money because she couldn't pay for a rent and couldn't take care of the girls. So instead of loaning her the money, we just brought the girls down there to help her out that
2: way. Sonny and Gina fell in love with their adopted family and relished their new way of life.
6: We had our first Christmas where the girls were with us. They really didn't have... Christmas as we know Christmas growing up and they got very upset when I wouldn't let them open the presents before Christmas and they couldn't understand why not.
2: Christmas morning the twins devoured their gifts making sure Santa treated them equally. They wanted to see what each other got and they
6: wanted to make sure that they got similar amounts.
2: The Han girls were enrolled in Mount Empire
4: High School and worked hard to excel. This was a good time in their relationship where they had support, they had some stability. They would carry around this big Korean English dictionary, dog-eared, red book. One of the teachers told me they'd be looking up their words and learning their language, and they thrived, got straight A's. It was
2: during these long hours of study that the twins' extreme closeness evolved into a particularly intense sibling rivalry. Sonny
6: was the older, and Gina felt that she had to do better than Sonny all the time. And so if one would get an A, the other would want an A+.
1: In cases where twins are particularly close, like Sonny and Gina, that competition can be especially fierce as they're really trying to... Proved to themselves that they're worthy individuals.
2: To their friends and family, the rivalry between the two appeared to pay off. As they progressed through
5: school, the Hand sisters were top of their class. They excelled in everything they did, and they always got top marks. They became covala Victorians,
6: and everybody was quite happy about it. Everybody actually expected it. They were the same. They were identical. Their minds, their, their their ability to do things were identical. So, yeah, they competed a little bit. If you looked at a lot of it, it was healthy
2: competition. By almost every measure, the Han sisters had everything going for them. And most importantly, they had each other.
6: Those two girls were very close to each other, even though they had their little rivalries, you know, about the age and who got the better grades.
4: They were still very, very close. That period was the best time of their lives, but it didn't uh, stay that way.
2: Beneath their seemingly perfect veneer, jealousy and envy slowly grew between the sisters. Socially, Sonny had the edge over her twin, Gina.
5: In high school, Sonny was the gregarious
2: twin who
5: had a lot of friends, and she was the charismatic twin whereas Gina was much darker horse she would shy away from people Sonny was the one to get the boyfriend first Sonny was the one who
6: got the job first it was always Sonny first who who would step up to try something new and then Gina would kind of step back a little bit and watch but then Gina
2: would want to do the same thing with graduation soon approaching The Han twins must face separation. I don't believe she was ready for life after high school. It was too fast for her. And being apart will cause both sisters to spiral out of control. It was a very
5: volatile relationship, and they would get into physical fights. In her quote, I want
2: to kill the... Korean born identical twin sisters, Sunny and Gina Han, graduated from high school as co-valedictorians. I always thought the girls were top of the line in the way they acted, the way they dressed, the way they handled themselves. The Han girls had grown from struggling immigrants, raised by distant relatives, to young women with the world at their fingertips. But it wouldn't last for long.
4: After high school ended, they both had plans. Gina had decided to join the Air Force, and Sonny got a scholarship to the University of Laverne.
6: Sonny wanted to go to college more than Gina did, but she didn't have an idea what she wanted to be. She just wanted to go get the college experience and maybe decide from them.
2: Having earned a college scholarship, Sonny was out to prove she could excel on her own.
4: Sonny initially started college and was doing pretty well. She was staying on that focused path. But Gina, who had
2: started basic training with the Air Force, struggled with military life.
6: She talked to us a few times while she was in basic training, but for some reason, she didn't finish basic training, and I don't know why.
2: Gina was actually keeping a secret from her relatives.
4: She was frantic to get out, and she was released.
2: Gina returned to her Southern California home, feeling like a failure. Without her mother or her twin sister around to support her, Gina fell apart. I don't believe Gina was
6: ready for life after high school. It was too fast for her, especially now that she was not with her sister anymore.
1: Identical twins in particular, who are very close, like Sunny and Gina and haven't become individualized very well throughout development, will have difficulty when they try to separate and it'll actually be traumatic for them.
2: With Sunny's success at college weighing heavily on her mind, Gina decided she needed to stand on her own two feet and get a job. Gina followed in her mother's
5: footsteps and uh, got a job in a casino as a waitress. Gina wanted to become a blackjack dealer. i had asked her then,
6: don't you want to go to college? And she says, for well, right now, this is what I want to do.
4: And that really was her downfall. She developed a gambling addiction.
2: Like her mother, Boo Kim, Gina gambled away all her money and debt took control of her life.
5: Gina's gambling problem was pretty acute and she would drop thousands of dollars.
4: As Gina's debts and problems mounted, she started getting more and more desperate. One night,
2: a despondent Gina took a handful of sleeping pills and washed them down with a bottle of liquor.
6: I got a call from the emergency room down at Grossmont Hospital in La Mesa that Gina had tried to commit suicide. I think it was more of a, a cry out because she hadn't taken enough to, to kill herself. When I went down to the hospital to pick up Gina, one of the first things I did was ask her why she had done this. And she had told me that she just felt like everything was coming down on top of her. Nobody
2: wanted to help her. She
6: was on her own and she couldn't handle it anymore.
2: Despite family support, Gina couldn't control her gambling habit and continued to slide deeper into debt. She took to petty crime to cover her losses.
4: Gina started getting into real trouble to cover her gambling bets. She was stealing money from friends, forging checks. And when that money ran out, Gina stole from the very people
2: who had taken her in as a child. We discovered that she had broke
6: into my safe took my business checks, a bunch of credit cards, and personal checks, and started cashing them and using them. All total, Gina took about 20000 out of my business account and about 15000 out of personal accounts of mine. I was very, very angry because this is a girl we had opened up to,
2: had helped out, had raised... As Gina continued on her downward spiral, nearly 150 miles away, her twin Sonny appeared to be thriving at college.
5: While Sonny was in school, she was living incredibly well. She was driving an expensive car. She was dressing really, really well. And a lot of friends wondered where all this money came from.
2: But as it turned out, Sonny was hiding a dark secret. She was every bit as adept a thief as her twin sister, Gina.
4: Sonny had developed this taste for finer things, and so she decided to use a friend's credit card to go on a shopping spree to buy all kinds of things. Sonny stole
5: $1,300, and when her best friend found out, she went to the police.
2: Sonny was arrested for petty theft, forced to pay a fine, and put on three years probation.
4: She explained to the police that, well, the friend was rich and she didn't think she'd mind.
2: In addition to beauty and brains, the sisters now shared nearly identical criminal behavior. Gina was also picked up by police and later arrested for theft.
4: Because she had to steal money from close friends, significant amount of money, and she was caught. They turned her in and so she had to spend some time behind bars.
2: Gina Hahn was sentenced to 10 days in jail and three years probation. Not long afterwards, Sonny also fell on hard
4: times. Sonny started having some boyfriend troubles and her grades started to slip. So within a year and a half, she had lost that scholarship and, and dropped out of school.
2: The two promising teens who had once stood hand-in-hand at the top of their class had now hit rock bottom.
6: I felt that after they left us and they tried to experience life, they tried to grab too much at one time.
4: These girls had no coping skills for real life. These girls are both haunted by their past, by the neglect of their mother, and really just were trying to find their way. And just like they had as
2: children, the twins knew they could only rely on each other. When Gina skipped out on her probation in San Diego, Sunny offered her refuge in Orange County.
5: Sunny moved into a new apartment in Placentia,
2: California. She invited her twin sister to come and live with her. After four years apart, the Han sisters were finally reunited for the first time since high school. But living together as adults, awoke demons from their past. I think that one of Gina's problems,
6: she was trying to compare her life to Sonny's life. You can see her sister doing so well, that I think Gina was hurt by it and was wondering, why couldn't it be me? You know, why does she get the good stuff and I don't?
2: Gina decided to stake her claim to her twin's lush lifestyle,
4: whether Sonny liked it or not. By that time, Gina had developed a pattern of stealing, and so that caused a real strain in the relationship because she started stealing things that belonged to Sonny.
2: Gina helped herself to Sonny's clothes, money, and even her BMW without permission. Furious at her sister's behavior, Sunny demanded that her identical twin respect her family position as the eldest, and she wasn't afraid to use force to assert her authority.
5: It was a very volatile relationship, and they would get into fights, and neighbors had to call
2: the police to break them up. Living together as adults had pushed the Han sisters to the boiling point, and it all came to a head one afternoon when they finally drew blood.
4: While Gina was staying with Sunny, she had disappeared for a few days with Sonny's BMW. And by the time she got back, Sonny was fit to be tied, just in a rage. So they had a physical fight. They just started wailing on each other. As she
2: always had in the past, Sonny once again came out on top.
5: Sonny threw a phone in Gina's face and actually broke her nose.
2: Bloodied and bruised, Gina had been beaten and humiliated by her elder twin.
5: After Sonny broke Gina's nose, it changed everything with the
2: twins. As she lay bleeding, Gina vowed to stop at nothing to settle the score. For good. After four difficult years apart, identical twins Sonny and Gina Han had finally been reunited. But the honeymoon was short-lived. Sonny
5: threw a phone in Gina's face and actually broke her nose. When police arrived to find Gina with a broken nose, they questioned
2: her about Sonny. Gina seized the moment and turned the tables on her elder twin.
5: And she told them that Sonny was actually on probation for a credit card theft.
2: Police took Sonny into custody and gave her three days jail time.
5: Gina telling the police that her sister was out on probation and getting her subsequently arrested was really revenge for all those years of having to defer to
2: her. This was payback time. As she sat in jail for the next 72 hours, Sonny boiled with anger. Her younger twin had finally gotten the better of her. But Gina was just getting started.
4: While Sonny's in jail, Gina has access to her car, her credit cards, her ID, and she just has at it. She goes on a shopping spree and she disappears with the car and just has carte blanche with everything. For Gina,
2: it was a delightful three days of total freedom, at her twin's expense. But there would be hell to pay when Sonny returned. Sonny came home and found
5: out that her sister had uh, been using her credit card and driving her car. She was furious
2: and threw her out of the apartment. Sonny wasted no time settling the score with Gina.
4: She contacts police, she presses charges, And this ends up being the worst trouble that Gina had been in to date.
2: Gina was arrested for theft and skipping out on her probation. She was sentenced to six months
5: behind bars. The Hun twins, their behavior was bizarre, but it was also very, very symmetrical. One twin goes out stealing, and then the other twin does the same thing. Uh, Another twin goes to the police to rat on one, and the other one does that too. The back and forth between the twins was growing, with no end in sight. The Han twins strike me very much like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, one trying to
2: outdo the other, and with deeper, deeper intensity. Incarcerated for the second time in her young life, Gina was furious with her twin sister for turning her in to the police.
4: Gina's rage just begins to really build against her sister. She's blaming her for everything the fact that she's in jail, the fact that she has all these problems, and that Sonny seems to have this charmed life.
2: As she sat alone in jail, Gina decided she had to end this sibling competition once and for all. She
5: realizes that Sonny is the thing stopping her being successful and standing in the way of her life, and she decides to uh, do something about it. She hatched a plan to kill her sister and assume her
2: identity. But such a cold-blooded plot would require willing accomplices. After escaping on a prison work furlough, Gina made her way to San Diego to put out feelers for potential hitmen.
4: She starts to talk to other people about killing her sister. She was not very savvy about it. She just would say it to people she didn't even know. Do you know someone who can kill my sister? Gina was ultimately able to find two young
2: teenagers to help her. Gina recruited the teenage cousin of a friend, 16-year-old Archie Bryant. Archie then convinced his 15-year-old friend, John Sayrath to help him carry out Gina's sinister plot. Their payment for the job, $100 each.
3: I think that she probably made them feel good about what they were doing. I mean, I'm sure she probably knew how to manipulate them. If Archie sat down right now and you were to ask him, well, how did she get you to do this? He probably wouldn't be able to tell you.
2: Gina told the teenagers she would drive them from San Diego to Sonny's apartment complex in Irvine. When they arrived, they were to follow her strict instructions.
4: Gina had this mastermind of this plot where she was gonna send the two teenage boys into Sunny's apartment and have her tied up.
2: But they were under specific orders not to kill Sonny. That gruesome task would fall to someone else. She
5: wanted them to go in and to tie up Sonny and gag her and have her in the bathroom waiting. And then Gina wanted to come in, and
2: in her quote, I want to kill the b-. To Gina, it was a diabolically perfect plan. She would kill her twin sister, assume her identity, and no one would ever know it happened. Twin Gina could finally step out of Sonny's shadow and literally into Sonny's shoes.
3: Cross-culturally, murder is probably one of the more consistent taboos. It is extreme. There are very few things you can do that are as severe and extreme as participating in the murder of a relative. This is as bad as it gets.
2: Gina has her teenage co-conspirators. Now she is ready to carry out her twin's murder.
4: Gina had uh, obtained a gun, and she took off to Orange County from San Diego with Archie and Jonathan in the car. Once they got to Orange County, they stopped at a supermarket and bought some rope, some garbage bags, and some cleaning fluids. The gun would be used to kill Sonny, after she was tied up and bound and gagged. And the cleaning fluid and garbage bags would be used to clean up the mess.
2: Shortly after 3 PM, Gina pulls into Sonny's apartment complex and directs her two young accomplices to Sonny's door.
4: The boys got to the front door. It was answered by one of uh, Sonny's roommates, Helen. They forced their way in. Helen was screaming. Sonny was in her bedroom, could hear the screaming behind a closed door. She assumed that the roommate was being raped, and so she grabbed a cell phone and called 911. How
1: many people totally in the house? I don't know. So you have one roommate in the house, and you
0: think she's being
2: raped? It's a desperate situation that takes a terrible turn for the worse. You are in the room and you heard what? Sonny's phone line goes dead.
5: I just lost the cell phone.
2: For more evil twins, go to investigation.discovery.com. Gina Hahn spent years living in the shadow of her more successful twin sister, Sonny,
4: while her own life fell apart. Her rage was focused at Sonny. Sonny was to blame for everything. And now, with two
2: hired hitmen at her side, Gina has decided to settle the score for good. What are you doing? Hired teens Archie Bryant and John Sayarath burst into Sonny's apartment while Gina waits outside in the getaway car. They jump the first person they see, Sonny's roommate, Helen.
4: Helen was screaming. Sonny was in her bedroom, could hear the screaming behind a closed door. She assumed that the roommate was being raped, and so she grabbed a cell phone and called 911.
1: So you have one roommate
4: in the house, and you think she's being raped?
2: Sonny isn't on the line more than two minutes when suddenly the call drops.
5: Cell phone. Archie Byam burst in and grabbed Sunny. He put a gun to her head and asked her what she was doing with the phone. And Sunny thought fast and said she was just calling some friends of hers. Archie made Sunny hang up, and she was tied up with duct tape and rope. The two hitmen took them into the bathroom and sat them in the bath, facing each other. One of the hitmen said, Go tell Gina we're ready to polish her off.
2: As Archie Bryant guards the bound roommates at gunpoint, John Sayarath leaves the apartment to get Gina. It was the
5: first time Sonny had an idea that somehow her sister was involved.
2: Sonny is stunned to hear Gina's name, and she and Helen can only fear the worst.
5: They really thought they were gonna keep killed and they weren't gonna get
4: out alive. I mean, you get told at gunpoint to kneel in a bathtub, you probably much think it's probably it. What the three conspirators don't know
2: is the Irvine Police Department is only three short blocks away.
4: It starts to be a scene where the cops have surrounded the place.
2: Officers arrive to find Gina and John in the parking lot.
4: Gina starts to ask a policeman what's going on. He has no idea that she set the whole thing in motion and just tells her to stand back. As officers
2: move towards the apartment, Gina plays it cool and innocent.
3: A lot of times when you arrive at the scene of a problem, the person who looks like the victim is really the suspect. And the person who looks like they were defending themselves
2: is really the aggressor. But inside the apartment, Archie Bryant panics when he hears the police. He tried to leave,
3: he opened the door, but the police were there. And he saw them and he
2: closed the door and went back inside. He's armed, alone, and about to be blamed for everything.
4: Archie is still in the apartment with Sonny and her roommate and he's Tearing off the tape frantically, trying to undo what he's done. That's when he tried to hide the gun and he hit
5: it.
3: And then he eventually figured he had to give himself up.
2: Archie frees Sonny and Helen and then quickly cooks up a cover story.
0: Cops just a joke, all right?
4: Come on. Archie starts begging the girls, tell them it's a joke. Tell them it's a joke, we were just kidding. But it was a little too late to undo what had been done. He ushers the shaken women out of the apartment. The girls came out with their hands up and they had duct tape in their hair and they were very disoriented.
2: Officers immediately take Archie Bryant into custody. As she watches from the other side of the parking lot, Gina decides she's not going back to jail for a third time.
4: Gina and John take off and they leave Archie with the whole thing to deal with himself. So they're basically now on the run. They're heading towards San Diego.
2: Gina Hahn and accomplice John Sayarath speed down the California coast. They make one stop at a Laguna Beach bank where Gina uses Sonny's credit cards to withdraw $5,000 in cash. Now, all she needs to do is ditch the getaway car.
3: Gina went to a car dealership and was trying to buy a car
2: using Sonny's identification. But the plan stalls when the dealer demands 24 hours to run a credit check. Time is short and police are closing in.
3: If You can run, but you can't hide. John and Gina have very few places they can actually flee. There's police involvement now.
2: Gina and John get back in their car and gun it toward the Mexican border, now just 80 miles away. If she can make it across the border, Gina Hahn might beat the rap for trying to kill her identical twin, Sonny. But time is running out. Gina Hahn and her accomplice, John Sayarath are on the run after botching a plan to murder her identical twin sister, Sonny.
4: John and Gina it out of there, realizing that things have really gone awry. And they know they're in trouble.
2: For over six hours, California police have been tracking the two fugitives as they flee south towards the Mexican border. And they're closing in. Gina and John pull into the San Diego airport. Their plan is to swap rental cars. But what the fugitives don't know is the San Diego police are ready to pounce.
3: It was at the rental car agency where the police caught up
2: with them. Police draw their weapons on Gina and John inside the office. They surrender. The police search Gina's getaway car and find Sonny's driver's license, passport, credit cards, and $4,000 cash. In the trunk of the getaway car, officers find cleaning
4: supplies, rope, and trash bags. They had a store receipt of plastic bags and rope and cleaning fluid as well. Police believe all the physical evidence points
2: to only one conclusion.
4: They called it a recipe for murder, where Gina would come in and shoot Sonny and then clean up the mess and then assume her identity and move on with her life. Gina and her
2: two teenage accomplices are arrested, and the Han case explodes in the press.
3: The thing that made this a sexy case would be the fact that it was twins, the fact that it was one sister plotting or planning or conspiring to kill her sister
2: for purposes of taking over an identity. As the magnitude of the alleged murder plot is revealed, Sunny Han is devastated, but she feels she must confront her twin sister.
5: After Gina was arrested and Sunny went to jail and she met with Gina behind bars, and Gina said that she hadn't in fact been trying to kill her, that it was just the police and they had been lying.
2: After their tearful reunion, Sonny has a change of heart.
0: So now you believe your twin sister is innocent, correct?
3: She did not want to cooperate with the DA. She did not want to do something to put Gina at risk. Unfortunately, those are not her calls. She can't make that decision.
2: Sonny knows she must ultimately take the stand against her twin, Gina. And no one can predict what she plans to say. Sonny was the star
5: witness for the prosecution. In The first day she talked about growing up and their life in Korea and coming to America and all the trials and tribulations they'd had as children growing up. She told her sister that she loved her and she'd always be her sister.
2: Much to the surprise of the court members, Sonny stands by her twin.
4: It really seemed like Sonny didn't believe that her sister ever intended to kill her. She really seemed to be in some sort of denial as to some of the facts.
2: As the first day of trial comes to a close, it's clear that Sonny Han has delivered a compelling defense of her sister, Gina.
3: Her demeanor during the time of her testimony, she was classy,
2: well-dressed, well-maintained, composed. But on her second day of testimony, a very different Sonny arrives at the courthouse.
4: She looked very strange. She had no makeup on, her hair was askew, she had a unusual outfit on and she seemed to be having trouble walking
2: when Sonny takes the witness stand she makes a shocking confession what I did was I went to the drugstore and bought three boxes of sleeping pills
4: Sonny explained in a very shaky voice that she had taken this overdose of sleeping pills she had basically collapsed she slumped in the witness box that, of course, resulted in a stop to the proceedings. At this point, the judge realized this was serious and called an ambulance, and uh, Sonny was taken off in a stretcher.
1: It's been necessary to call the paramedics for Miss Hahn, and the deputies are needed to take care
2: of that situation. Paramedics race Sonny to the ICU, where doctors revive her.
4: It was very dramatic. It was the most dramatic day of the trial. Sonny really was feeling a lot of pressure over the situation, so she took an overdose of sleeping pills.
2: Sonny Han recovers from her overdose and returns to testify a week later. It appears to many that Gina's defense team has benefited from Sonny's testimony. Friends and family are now convinced Gina would be found innocent. It was a victimless
6: crime. Nobody got hurt nothing happened. Gina would never, ever try to kill her sister. Ever. And I'll swear to it, to
2: this day, that girl would have never pulled that trigger. But no one has any idea how the jury might rule. After 10 hours of deliberation over three days, the trial jury finally reaches a verdict.
4: Sonia told me that her sister seemed very confident that she wouldn't um, be convicted or she wouldn't have to serve a really long sentence.
2: But Gina is sorely mistaken.
3: We, the jury, in the above-entitled action, find the defendant, Jean Young Han, guilty. guilty.
2: She and her two teenage hitmen are found guilty of all charges. Sonny begs the court for leniency.
3: I think if Sonny had had her way, the sister would have been let go. She seemed to be much more concerned about the well-being of her sister than concerned about seeing to it that the sister was punished.
2: Unimpressed by Sonny's pleas, Judge Eileen Moore sentences Gina Hahn to the maximum. 26 years to
4: life. The judge felt that she was a menace to her family and to society. As Gina languishes in jail, Sunny Han rises to
2: stardom on the back of her infamous evil twin.
5: Sunny became a celebrity following the trial. She did a lot of TV appearances, she hired a manager, and there was even talk of her signing a two million dollar
2: deal for a film which never came to anything. Not long afterwards, Sonny drops out of the limelight, and out of sight. As
5: of today, nobody seems to be able to know where she is.
4: It seems to be really an exception that a twin would turn on the other twin. That's why this case is so fascinating to everybody. Usually, twins are very much in each other's corner and had this unusual loyalty and just an exceptional kind of bond. Something broke between these girls.
1: People initially try to portray it as a good twin, evil twin situation, but really I think it's like evil twin and less evil twin, but they both had their share of problems.
6: The tragedy of this whole thing is you've got two girls, very beautiful, very bright young ladies, we care and love each other a lot that will probably never be with each other again. And that's a big tragedy.
0: Me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.